0: Popular game engine Unity has announced it will charge royalty fees every time a game is installed, causing the Unity developer community to be united in hatred. I'm Riley Murdoch. this is Gamelinked, and these are the new fees game developers will have to pay. Starting in January, once they meet certain thresholds for both revenue, and number of installations, up to 20 cents per install for devs under the Unity Personal and Unity Plus plans. The fee only applies to installations that occur after the threshold is met, but many developers have pointed out that actually this helps about as much as peeing on a knife wound. What if you we were stabbed by a jellyfish? <laughs> then you're in good shape. <laughs> Indie dev Mike Blackney points out that free to play games with massive install bases, but limited revenue from in-app purchases could end up owing Unity more money than they make in profit after passing the $200,000 threshold. The same issue could easily apply to games on Xbox Game Pass or Humble Bundle. Now free games should be exempt despite some indie devs expressing concern that they'll have to pay Unity millions of dollars for the crime of releasing an incredibly popular game for free, Should've thought of that. But developers who passed the revenue threshold then decided to give away a bunch of keys to charity like Falconeer creator Thomas Sala are theoretically on the hook. Developer Rami Ismail pointed out that the new fee structure also opens up a whole new way for gamers to express their frustration. You thought review bombing was bad. How about deleting and reinstalling a game many times to drain game studio's finances? Now you can vote with their wallet. Now, Unity says their existing fraud detection should handle that, and they will make a process available for users to submit their concerns from the cardboard box they're now living in. Unity later posted that developers can contact the company to discuss discounts, and those in emerging markets will get a lower rate, but this announcement comes almost a year to the day after a price hike for some of Unity's subscriptions. I mean, if this is all part of a multi-year plan to destroy their own goodwill, it's proving quite successful so far. They just wanna bring people together. These are, these are Oprah and Ashton Kutcher numbers, really. After extensively testing Starfield on different hardware, Digital Foundry has found that the game provides a bizarrely worse experience on Nvidia and Intel hardware, even at similar performance tiers. One of the most egregious examples is the 46% gap in performance between a Radeon RX 6800 XT graphics card and a GeForce RTX 3080. Digital Foundry also cites Daniel Owen, who found that the RX 7600 outperformed the RTX 4060 by 40%. NVIDIA just released a driver update today with some performance improvements, but that won't fix the fact that DF's Intel Arc A770 performed worse than the two generation old RTX 2070 Super and AMD's RX 5700. And on the CPU side, Intel chips performed 12% worse with hyper-threading on versus off. Should be, the, should be the other way. Now, Bethesda Chief and Starfield director, Todd Howard, told Bloomberg that the game is optimized for PC. Uh, we did, it's running great. It is a next-gen PC game. We really do push the technology, so you may need to upgrade your PC for this game, but it's got a lot of great stuff going on in it and the fans are responding awesome. And. We didn't hear him follow that up with, that is PCs that are running AMD hardware and that have installed a bunch of mods, but maybe that was all subtext, which I never learned how to read properly. That would at least explain why Bethesda is working so hard on adding official mod support to the game so the community can continue fixing what Bethesda didn't. Like the bug causing the game's sons to disappear from existence. And that's happening on AMD systems. Look, before you get upset, I'm playing Starfield on NVIDIA GPUs, and it's really fun so far, because all this drama might just be worth it for the shipbuilder. builder. Do you make a TIE fighter yet? I haven't made anything yet. Oh. Now it's time for Quick Bits, brought to you by dbrand and their tempered glass screen protectors for the Nintendo Switch, Steam Deck, and ROG Ally. They've got flawless optical clarity and knife-proof scratch resistance. So dbrand says they're an essential component of any self-defense kit. They don't say that. Please don't sue us. Each order includes two screen protectors in case you screw up your first try. So visit mybossisveryshort.com and enter the code GAMELINK to get 10% off your entire purchase. Because I think the logic is if Linus was only 10% taller, then... Okay, don't freak out. These things you're about to see are called quick bits and they love to party. (laughs) Today, Apple announced that the upcoming iPhone 15 Pro will be the greatest gaming device of all time. They didn't actually say that. Its ray tracing capabilities will help make upcoming mobile game, The Division Resurgence, look a little bit more like its console predecessors. But if you want the real console experience, Resident Evil Village, the remake of Resident Evil 4, and Assassin's Creed Mirage are all coming to the almost pocket-sized 15 Pro, not quite, allowing you to recreate the visual fidelity of playing on PC while sitting across the room from your monitor. (laughs) Very exciting. I can almost see the enemies. The now ironically named Embracer group is looking to push away more game studios after shutting down Volition this month. Next on the chopping block is Gearbox, the developer of the incredibly popular Borderlands 2 and also other games. I don't know, maybe Embracer should have thought a little bit more about its financial situation before they decided to frantically buy up studios until they owned more than Sony and Microsoft combined. Now we know who Phil Spencer will have to fight after the Activision Blizzard deal goes through. It's the final boss. Two weeks ahead of the launch of the Phantom Liberty expansion for Cyberpunk 2077, CD Projekt Red's lead scene programmer is advising PC gamers to check their cooling. The cooler your jets. Taken to Twitter, Philip Piers Cheesky, thank you for spelling that out for me. You're welcome. <laughs> Said to check your cooling systems in PC and linked German rave and techno band Scooter's hit song, Fire. Pierce Cheeskey had to later clarify that Phantom Liberty won't melt your PC, because some people inferred that from his tweet about checking your cooling and fire. I mean, I assumed he was saying the game would turn my PC into a tiny German discotheque. Um, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah which would be great. Steam, the software you use to store all the games you don't play, turns 20 today. To celebrate, Steam's storefront is back to its OG army green glory. Oh, and also there's a sale. To think, Steam started as a convenient way to keep Valve's own games updated, and now, Valve's so busy selling everyone else's games, they don't seem to have time to make their own. And Xbox decided there aren't enough credit cards in the world, and is rectifying the problem by announcing their very own MasterCard. Xbox is only six years behind PlayStation, who decided to create their own Visa credit card back in 2017. PlayStation's interest rates are noticeably lower, but Xbox makes up for it by offering more bells and whistles. Wait, wait, I have a question. Does Xbox's MasterCard go by the code name Card117? (laughs) I mean, can you really put a price on personalizing your credit card with your Xbox gamer tag? I can. And you can't put a price on coming back on Thursday for more gaming news. We might not have any bells, but we do have whistles. (whistles) Uh, Can you do this though? (whistles) Okay.